people, local stories. This is the All Local on KNX 1070 News Radio. This is Southern California's only 24-hour local news and traffic station, KNX 1070 News Radio. Good morning. I'm Rob Archer. In for Chris Edens, our top local story. Authorities in Orange County confirm a significant increase in investigations where people were targeted for race or religion. There are two categories in this report, hate crimes and then hate-motivated incidents that didn't quite rise to the level of a crime for 2020 in Orange County. Hate crime is up. It's up year over year, and it's completely unacceptable. Orange County DA Todd Spitzer, 263 reported incidents, 112 of them deemed hate crimes, and of those, there were seven against Asians. When you commit a crime out of hate, and I can prove it beyond a reasonable doubt, then we'll prosecute you to the fullest extent of the law. Example one, a man attacked an elderly Asian couple taking their evening walk in a park in Orange. The numbers from the OCDA's office and presented in the OC Human Relation Commission's annual report. Craig Figner, KNX 1070 News Radio. The unemployment rates dropped slightly in California. It's a small drop. The rate went from 7.6% in July, improving to 7.5%, as more than 104,000 jobs were added last month. Labor expert and former state employment chief Michael Burnick says the improvement is welcome, but the recovery still has a long road ahead. The recovery in terms of job gains is strong, but we're still down over 1.1 million jobs from the number of payroll jobs we had here in California prior to the pandemics. Bernick says jobs are coming back at a faster rate than they did during the Great Recession. Chris Seedens, KNX 1070 News Radio. It's deadline day for Pasadena City employees. They must either provide proof of having been fully vaccinated or request an exemption. Pasadena City Manager Steve Burmell tells KNX that as of this morning, 76% of workers provided full proof of uh, partial, uh, full or partial vaccination. 8.5% have asked for an exemption, and about 300 city workers have until 5 o'clock today to get their paperwork submitted. He was asked, what happens to those who simply refuse to cooperate? We haven't gone down that path yet because all of that would occur after today's deadline. So after today... Those employees that have not shown that they are either partially or fully vaccinated or who have not requested a medical or religious exemption, we will be following up with them and we would start the progressive discipline process. Ramel anticipates the largest number of employees who will request an exemption will come from its police department, but nowhere near the percentage of employees in the LAPD. Even with the highly contagious Delta variant still widespread, the full reopening of L.A. County schools appears to have gone off without any major public health problems. We are seeing significant declines in COVID-19 cases overall, but the drops among kids are particularly encouraging, given that roughly 1.5 million of them are back on campus, along with close to 200,000 school employees. Since the start of the academic year, close to 8,000 cases have been reported among students and about 1,200 among staff at K-12 schools countywide. That does not mean they were infected at school. In fact, the data indicate there is not much on-campus transmission going on. Only eight outbreaks were reported last week. Given the massive testing of asymptomatic individuals at schools, this very low rate of infection affirms the safety that's provided to students and staff on their campuses. 
Public Health Director Barbara Ferrer says because of relatively low transmission levels at schools, the department is relaxing quarantine rules for students. Schools can now choose to allow an unvaccinated student who's been exposed to someone with COVID on campus to keep attending classes. If both were masked up at the time and the close contact has no symptoms, modified quarantine will not be allowed when there's an outbreak. Claudia Pescuta, KNX 1070 News Radio. A ceremony is underway in Inglewood right now, where the LA Clippers are breaking ground on their new basketball arena. It's going to be called the Intuit Dome for the next 23 years, as the tech company paid half billion dollars for the naming rights. The Clippers Arena expected to seat 18,000 people. It will also feature a team practice facility, and the Clippers corporate offices is expected to open in time for the 2024-25 NBA season. An attempt to smuggle drugs into an Orange County jail has failed, and two people are now facing charges. A sheriff's department spokesperson tells CBS2 the suspects are a female inmate at the Theo Lacey Lock of an Orange and a man on the outside who had been living under a stolen identity. There was methamphetamine, heroin, Xanax, and other prescription uh, medications uh, attached to the drone. Authorities say the inmate used a jailhouse phone to direct her alleged accomplice last Saturday. The female suspect was... Uh, uh, working with the male who was controlling the drone from outside the jail facility uh, to assist him uh, in landing the drone. Both suspects are facing multiple charges. In Inglewood, jury deliberation set to resume today in the Robert Durst murder trial. The New York real estate area is charged with killing his longtime friend Susan Berman in her Benedict Canyon home almost 21 years ago. Durst has denied the allegations, but the prosecutors say he wanted to keep Berman from talking to police about the 1982 disappearance of his first wife, whose body has never been found. The KNX All Local is updated multiple times a day. But for the latest news and traffic, listen to KNX anytime on Alexa by saying, Hey Alexa, play KNX 1070. You can also listen on KNX1070.com or the Odyssey app, available on Android, Apple, or wherever you download your apps.